0: let's get to the word uh, tonight I want to preach about the best seat who's sitting in the best seat <laughs> we all are we all are and uh, I got this word this morning actually it's been a busy week I've been waiting on the Lord sometimes he gives me the word um, early in the week and it just I meditate I meditate on it all week but then sometimes it just comes quickly and this word came quickly to me today. And um, I thought I was going to preach on something else, but this is what he gave me. So I want to preach about the best seat. You know, when you fly on a plane, guess what? You want to get the best seat in the plane. You know, for me, that's one near the aisle and, um, you know, fairly up the front and uh, sort of over the wing. <laughs> that for me is the best seat. Um, We might want to have the best seat in the house. You know, at your home, you might have your own rocking chair or your own armchair. It may be old and tattered and that, but for you, it's the best chair, the best seat in the house. Um, When you go to the movies, you want to get a really good seat. You want the best seat in the house so that you can see the screen and, you know, you're not sort of looking around some tall person in front of you. So the best seat really matters and we, we sometimes put a lot of emphasis on things that are important in our lives like this, but you know, we want to look at the eternal perspective in everything so you know when you usually want the best seat you've got to pay for it, true? You yes. usually have to pay for it or you have to be somebody, you have to be somebody important to get a good seat. So i wanted to preach about the best seed about the ones that you don't have to pay for that jesus paid for okay and the best seed of all and where is the best seed of all so i want to go through a few scriptures and in hebrews chapter 1 it says that jesus is the brightness of his glory the brightness of the glory of god And the express image of his person, so he is exactly God. He looks like God, he is God. And upholds all things by the word of his power. And when he had by himself, when Jesus all by himself, no one else, just him, by himself he purged, he washed away all of our sins. Then he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. So when Jesus, he is the image of God, he is the creator, he is the image of God, he is also the servant of God. When he had purged our sins, he had served the Lord, when he had done what he needed to do, and he said it is finished, when the job was done, when mankind was redeemed back to the Father, that's when he sat down. And you know what that's when we sit down we should we shouldn't sit down in the middle of a job and let someone else do it right we sit down when the job is done and that's exactly what he did he did what he was sent to do his mission was completed mission accomplished on the earth mankind redeemed back to the father God then Jesus sat down at the right hand of the father Okay, I'm not going to go into right hand and left hand here, because that's a whole other sermon. So when the job was done, he sat down. He was creator, he's the image of God, he is servant. How else is he seated? And then down in verse 13 it says, But to which of the angels has God ever said, Sit at my right hand, till I make your enemies your footstool? So the father only said it to the son. He said, you sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. I will put all things under your feet. I will give you all authority. Sit here, son. He didn't say it to the angels. And that's where some people make a mistake. They give a lot of credence and a lot of credibility and a lot of worship to angels, false gods and angels. And heavenly beings who are not worthy of worship only the son is worthy of worship and the father said here son sit at my right hand sit at my right hand not to the angels but to his son how how else is Jesus seated in heaven he's seated as our high priest In Hebrews chapter 8 verse 1 it says, Now this is the main point of the things we are saying. We have such a high priest. He's such a high priest. Not like the earthly high priest, but he's our heavenly high priest. He's seated at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in heavens. He's saying he's not like the earthly priest in the earthly tabernacle offering up sacrifices for himself, and for the sins of the people on a regular basis our high priest is different he's seated at the right hand of the majesty in heaven And as we go back into chapter 7 it says for such a high priest what qualified Jesus to be the high priest in heaven not on the earth such a high priest was fitting for us he's holy He's harmless, or blameless. He's undefiled, he's pure, he's separated from sinners, and has become higher than the heavens. So he's not bound to this earth like the high priests were bound here, the ones who offered the sacrifice for the people. But he, he's the only one who's fitting to be the high priest in heaven for us. Why? Because he's holy, because he's pure because he's separate from sinners so he is exalted we're just saying he is exalted he is exalted and the father exalted him therefore he's also as our high priest he's also able to save to the uttermost those who come to God through him so the others would come to the high priest, the children of Israel would come to the high priest, bring their sacrifices, and he would come to God on behalf of the people. But Jesus is able to save to the uttermost all those who come to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them. So the priest would make intercession by offering the animal sacrifices in the Old Testament but Jesus is the sacrifice the pure perfect sacrifice as well as being the high priest as well it's amazing and so he is the one who makes intercession for us right at the right hand of God he can whisper into the father's ear hey father no needs help hey father Sam needs help. He intercedes for us at the right hand of God. Not just as the son, but as our high priest. Okay? What else is he at the right hand of God? In Hebrews chapter 10, it goes to explain what I was just saying. Every priest would stand ministering daily, offering repeatedly the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. But this man, now they're calling him man because he came in the form of man. See the capital M? is the holy man. This man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins, forever sat down at the right hand of God. So there he did what needed to be done. He was the sacrifice. Once, forever, the job was done, complete, sits down at the right hand of the Father. Finished work, the finished work of Christ. He is not just the Creator, He's not just the Son, He's not just our Great High Priest. He's the man. (laughs) He's the man, Christ Jesus. What else? In Hebrews 12, it's you notice this is all in the book of Hebrews. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, it says, Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Okay? Let us do what we need to do. Finish our course, okay? How? Looking unto Jesus. Look to him, the author and the finisher of our faith. Our faith begins and ends, not that it will ever end. But the completeness of our faith is in him. For the joy, okay, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. The suffering of the cross was not what he sought. The joy beyond the cross was what he looked to. He despised the shame. In other words, he rejected the shame. They said, if you're really the the Messiah, you're really the Christ, come down, save yourself. They mocked him. But he just pushed that aside. He let the shame come upon him. He let the sin come upon him. He let the weight come upon him. He let that separation from the Father happen. Now he sits down at the right hand of the throne of God, Job complete job done as our saviour as the author and finisher of our faith we can't make ourselves have faith he's the author and finisher of our faith the Alpha and the Omega of our faith so here we see him over and over and over again from a different perspective sitting at the right hand of God now I want to share a few more verses about this. In Ephesians 1 it says the mighty power of God, his mighty power of the mighty power of God worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead. God raised him from the dead and he seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places. So God did it. God raised Jesus from the dead, and God promoted him, God exalted him to his right hand, back to the place where he originally came from actually. Where is it? Far above all principality, all power, and might, and dominion, and every name that is named. At the right hand of God, at the throne of God, the name of Jesus is above every name far above not just above but far above every enemy every lie every sin every dark thing every principality every power every demonic force the name of jesus is far above far above and he's seated at the right hand of god you go wow this is pretty awesome hey In Psalm 1 it says this, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. You know, there's two kingdoms and there's two places to sit. You sit with God or you sit in the seat of the scoffers. You sit in the seat of the scornful you receive or you reject that is very plain here blessed is the one who receives the lord they will be seated in christ and with christ but those who reject sit in the seat of the scornful and jesus reiterated this you know when the um, the pharisees were challenging him They were basically saying, who are you? Who are you? Tell us who you are. They said, are you the Christ? Are you the Son of God? Tell us who you are. And Jesus said to them, it is as you said. (laughs) Very wise. It is as you said. He didn't say, yes, I am. He said, it's as you said. Because you know why? Because deep down they knew he was. They just didn't want to admit it. They didn't want to admit it. And He said, nevertheless, I say to you, hereafter, you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the power and coming on the clouds of heaven. He's basically saying, not only am I Messiah, I'm coming as judge. I'm coming as the risen Christ, and you're going to see me. And it says, when they see him, they will weep and mourn. He says, you're going to see me sitting at the right hand of the Father. Wow. They're very powerful words. Very powerful words. So all these other um, uh, ways that we see him, we now see him saying, I'm also sitting. I will sit as judge. I will sit as the judge as well. This passage from Job is a really, really... I love getting verses that you may never have read or uh, they're not familiar. And I like to share them. Job says this about God. He doesn't withdraw his eyes from the righteous. He keeps his eyes on the righteous. But they are on the throne. They are on the throne with kings. What is the eyes of God or the people? The righteous. He does not withdraw his eyes from the righteous, but they are on the throne with kings, for he has seated them forever, and they are exalted. That's a powerful passage of Scripture in the Old Testament. Not a, we were saying God is exalted, but Job is saying actually the righteous will be exalted. The righteous will be exalted. Those who believe and receive him. Those whose faith and trust is in Him. His eyes are upon them. It says, He has seated them. He has seated them. Have a seat. (laughs) Have a seat. He has seated them forever. And they are exalted. You know, sometimes you say, save me a seat, will you? Save me a seat. Don't let anyone steal my seat. (laughs) Well, you know what? For the righteous... He has saved a seat for every one of us. There's a seat for us. One of our names is on it. Who knows? It's not literally a seat, I don't think. But he has seated them. The favour of God is there. The pleasure of God, the hand of God is there. So that's in the Old Testament. You might say, ah, oh, that's the Old Testament. Well, what does the New Testament say? Listen to this. Ephesians chapter 2 it says this, God who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, wow what a confident statement, great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses he made us alive together with Christ By grace, you've been saved. In other words, you didn't do anything about it. It's all the goodness and the grace of God. What's next? He raised us up together. When we believe in Christ, we are raised up. We are resurrected. The old dead, the sins are dead. We are resurrected. We are new creations in him. He has made us sit together Wow, but aren't we just sitting here in church? Aren't we just sitting in the lounge room there? No, spiritually positioned, we are seated together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. I love all those words. His love, his mercy, his grace, his kindness. He has raised us up together. We are seated in Christ. (coughs) Where is Christ? At the right hand of God. Positionally, we are seated in him at the right hand of God. How awesome is that? We are bound physically to this earth for now. But spiritually, positionally, we are seated in Christ at the right hand of God. You know, if we could see the right hand of God, the arm of the Lord around our shoulders, if you could see yourself sitting at the right hand of God, you would see yourself differently. You would feel differently about yourselves. We would feel we really are accepted. In the beloved when someone loves you they'll put their arm around you they will sit beside you and that's what he has done we are seated beside the Lord in Christ Jesus that's our position and the last verse I want to share because what can you say the Word of God has said it all Psalm 16 verse 11 you will show me the path of life King David wrote this in your presence is fullness of joy at your right hand are pleasures forevermore at your right hand are pleasures forevermore it's not so much sitting in a seat it's about a place with god it's about being close to the lord it's about being in his wonderful presence in his presence fullness of joy you know we are spiritually positioned at the right hand of God in his presence but as we are in this world we don't feel that fullness of joy we don't feel it we need to read the word more we need to get it into us we need to believe it we need to receive it we need to see these things by faith not to see the old not to see who we think we are not to mold ourselves in an image not to allow others to mold us into a certain image but we are made in the image of god we are seated in christ in heavenly places at the right hand of the father we should have more joy in our lives at his right hand are pleasures forevermore what are those pleasures who knows but they are far exceedingly abundantly more than we can imagine. We cannot limit the goodness of God. We cannot limit his love. We cannot limit his mercy and his grace. We shouldn't limit ourselves because we are right there with him. We are right there with him. Father, I just thank you. I thank you for your word. Lord, I thank you that we don't have to fight for the best seed. You've given us all the best seed in Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that there is a place for each and every one of us. We don't have to struggle and strive and try and prove ourselves. nor we don't have to pay for the best seed beside you. Jesus, you paid that price. You paid. For every single one of us thank you Lord that we are not bound by the things of this earth open the eyes of our heart open us up to see Lord to see the things that you have attained for us to see you high and lifted up your train fills the temple to see you seated on the throne and to know that that is also our inheritance your presence and fullness of joy forevermore you the glory and the lifter of our heads Lord lift us up even as you have exalted us even as your word has said it Lord, help us to be lifted up out of the places of disappointment out of the places of discouragement out of the places of depression out of the places of accusation false accusations things that come against us Lord lift us above these things far above far above far above in Jesus mighty name amen amen Well, praise the Lord. Everyone, if anyone needs prayer, I want to pray for you. Goodbye, everyone. See you on Zoom. Prayer. Have an awesome day.